It's the 10-Minute Healthcare Marketing Podcast with Tyson Downs. In every episode, we give you powerful, actionable tips to help you grow your business. We'll give you real-life techniques, methods, and strategies that flat-out work. The same stuff we use in our business every day to help our clients dominate their local search results and get more patients. We freely give this to you so we can help you on your mission to grow your practice. Our goal? To help you achieve greatness. Welcome to the 10-Minute Healthcare Marketing Podcast. I am your host, Tyson Downs. This is episode 46. If this is your first time listening, great. Thanks for joining us. This show is a production of Titan Web Agency, and we produce this show every week for you to help you grow your practice. You can find our show notes and ask us any of your marketing-related questions at healthcaremarketingpodcast.com. Come back often, and be sure to follow us on Twitter at Titan Web Agency. Now let's get to work. Okay, and today we're going to be starting with some motivation. The motivational quote is, fall seven times, stand up eight. That's something that I'm trying to instill in my kids, you know, that they understand, you know, you don't succeed the first time, you know, it's perfectly normal, perfectly fine, but it doesn't mean that you're done. It doesn't mean that you stop doing what you're doing. For example, my little guy, Rocky, who is six, almost seven, he has really taken to baseball and done a great job with a lot of the different aspects of baseball, especially hitting, and he's really doing well as far as that goes. And so I'm trying to teach him kind of some of the finer points of hitting the ball, you know, of keeping your weight back all the time so that you can hit those off-speed pitches, you know, keeping your hands inside the ball so that, you know, you can pull that inside pitch and hit it over to right field. He's a lefty. But that, of course, isn't happening the initial times that he tries, you know, it's a, it's a challenge, something new, something that is foreign to him, something that he hasn't done. And so, you know, normal that he fails and he, like any six-year-old, gets frustrated and upset and mad at times when he doesn't do what he wants to do, that he's trying to do. But, you know, I just remind him, hey, you know, we're just going to keep practicing this. We're just going to keep doing this. We're just going to, you know, keep doing repetitions and I'm going to help you with this and, you know, you're going to succeed. So, you know, fall seven times, stand up eight really, really is a great quote and it can apply to so many different aspects of our life. So today... We are going to talk about the five elements of a successful healthcare website. And yeah, there's probably a lot more than five, but today we're going to talk about five of the most important things that you need to have on your website. And this goes for really any doctor, healthcare provider, dentist, doesn't matter what you are, probably actually applies to a lot of different industries. But as you know, I'm working with healthcare professionals, so we're going to talk about them, direct this episode to them. So five things. Number one, a contact form. You know, I've seen a lot of websites where they simply have a email address for people to get in contact with them. And, you know, that's just inconvenient. One, it is your email address can potentially get out there and you can get a lot of spam emails if that's how you do it. But two, if somebody comes to your website, don't make them either click on a link to then open up their email program or copy the email address from your website over to their email program. You know, just make it simple so they can fill out a form. And if you do have them fill out a form, then this will allow you to filter out spam much, much easier. And it's just going to give a better overall experience. So have a contact form. You know, on my contact form, I have 
things such as first name, last name, email address, company name, website address, phone number, and you know a box for comments. What can we help you with? You, of course, don't need to have that many boxes. They say typically if you have less boxes, the more form fills that you'll get. But first name, last name, phone number, comments, you know, that would be definitely be something good that a doctor would want to have on their website. Number two, easily locatable phone number. I would say in the vast majority of situations, the best thing to do is put it in the upper right-hand corner. And you want to make it so when somebody comes to your website, you know, that's one of the first things that they see. You know, you may think, well, yeah, duh, most websites have phone numbers, right? Well, you know, I've seen quite a few that either don't have a phone number in an easily locatable place or they don't have a phone number at all. I don't even understand that. I don't know if it's just an oversight or these people just don't want to get inquiries via the phone. They just want to filter those out for email. Either way, you know, if you're trying to get new patients, if you want to grow your practice, have an easily locatable phone number, put that in the upper right corner. Number three, allow for online appointments. So you'll want to allow somebody to schedule an appointment online and you can do this a number of different ways. But one thing that you got to be aware of is HIPAA compliance. So usually the way that I recommend doing this is if your practice management software allows some type of booking feature on your website, there's usually some type of a widget code that you can grab and then add to your website. That's maybe an HTML code or something similar and you can add that to your site so that when somebody clicks on that, they stay on your site. Well, it looks like they stay on your site, but they're actually that portion of the site, that portion of the window that opens up is taking them to the practice management software that you have so they can book. And the nice thing about that is it can access your calendar, your appointment availability and everything. And then you don't have multiple systems. Some people, some people just request, have appointment requests via email, which, you know, I suppose is fine. But there is some HIPAA compliance issues if you are asking, you know, for the personally identifying information in that contact form. And then, of course, it's not going to look at your calendar and your availability so that when somebody does request an appointment, hey, I want an appointment Tuesday at 3.30. Oh, shoot, you know, that time was already taken or this person said afternoons are best. But guess what? We don't have any afternoon appointments available for a month. So, you know, try to use your practice management software. And I did a blog post recently on the 10 of the best practice management softwares out there for dentists. And I'll go ahead and I'll put that in the show notes for you. It's been a really popular blog post. I'm getting a lot of traffic for that, um, a lot of feedback for it. So definitely try to implement that if you have it. Besides, you know, you're paying for your practice management software. So you might as well use it to its full ability. Okay. Number four, include a bill pay option. And once again, this will usually come back in with some software that you're running to somebody can just, you know, click to pay a bill and really, really great way to cut down on extra hours in the office for somebody processing checks, processing, you know, checks that come in through the mail and can be so much less expensive just to have that online bill pay. Yeah, you do pay more fees. Somebody pays it online, but think about the time that it can save and the convenience for your patients. And then number five, an updated blog. You know, some people, they don't have any blogs at all. They don't do any blogging, which I suppose can be fine. But, you know, it's important that you position yourself as a leader, position yourself as somebody that is on top of the trends in the industry and position yourself as somebody that's an expert. And if you can do these things, then one, you're going to get more traffic because you'll have more pages indexed in the search engines. You'll be answering more questions from patients, you'll be providing more value. But 
two, you know, you're going to look from the patient's or, or potential patient's perspective as somebody, you know, that really is an expert, somebody that has, you know, blog topics or blog posts on all these different topics and they, they know their stuff and, you know, it's just providing a lot of value to that potential patient. And, you know, if you can get more people, more eyes on to your blog posts, then the chances of converting those, of course, are going to be higher. You know, how often should you blog? You know, I like to say minimum once a month, you know, do it once a week if you can. So let's review what we talked about. We talked about five things that every healthcare website needs to have. Number one, a contact form. Number two, phone number. Make that easily locatable. Number three, the ability to schedule an online appointment. Number four, bill pay. Number five, an updated blog. If you are thinking about redesigning your website, then I have the perfect guide for you. It's 10 SEO mistakes to avoid during your next website redesign. And you can pick that up at titanwebagency.com slash website tips. That's titanwebagency.com slash website tips. There you have it. Episode 46. It's in the books. If you enjoyed this podcast, subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Let's connect with each other. You can find us at Titan Web Agency on Twitter and at Facebook.com slash Titan Web Agency. Have you considered hiring a company to help you market your practice online? If so, be sure to check out this free report I put together called The Consumer Awareness Guide to Choosing an Online Marketing Agency. Learn the exact questions that you need to ask to ensure that you don't get ripped off. You can pick up this report at titanwebagency.com slash report. Also, be sure to check out our new podcast, the Healthcare Marketing Audio Blog. You can listen to any of our blog posts on our blog, blog blog.titanwebagency.com, or you can subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Be positive, be happy, and be proactive. Remember, your business, like life, is what you make of it. Thank you for joining us on the 10-Minute Healthcare Marketing Podcast. Join us at healthcaremarketingpodcast.com for recaps, show notes, and more resources to help grow your practice, dominate your local market, and achieve greatness.